<laughs> so this is podcast number one. Um, I don't, hey. You know, we're just going to get started because like the podcast name, which is... You don't have to be... Well, that's the background of it, but the podcast name is Start to Be Great. And what does that mean? Um, I was... Kimmy and I were coming up with... We were coming up with uh, podcast names and we had like... A bunch of names, like stupid. Silly. Like, would you want two girls, one mic? Then <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sharks. <laughs> I don't know. We hey. were just writing everything down. But um, And then you said this one, and I'm like, that's a good name. You, well, you were just mentioning this to me at the gym. I just liked the quote, and I actually oh. wanted to talk about it, because it was um, kind of like a big motivator. And it like says so much about what we're doing right now, because we're both uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is like... So the, the quote is, is, are we supposed to look over there? I'm gonna, know. I'm gonna. The, the quote is, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be great to start, but you do have to start to be great. So I it's like, that. yeah, it just hits because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you want things to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Just like before you even get going, yeah. like I had to try and do that with like starting my company. You can't. Like you, you're not gonna know everything before you start, and so you're not gonna be good have... at something when you're when you're that. But that's yeah. why so many people don't start something out of fear of failing before. And you're gonna fail, like you know, failing that's the to minimum start. Expectation you know? of failure is important. Yeah. So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about that in the podcast, but we should probably introduce ourselves. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome that... to the first day of class. Uh, tell us about yourself. Well, I hated this part. Um. I don't so much mind talking about or talking to people like in a public speaking setting. Mm-hmm. I just don't like talking about myself. Mm. Um, so I'm Anna. I am 34 years old from Washington State. Just moved to Texas last April. So it's been over a year. And I kind of find it funny that it's raining right now because it's like it Seattle rains. weather and it doesn't rain here in August. <laughs> like it's so dry. <laughs> I don't have to mow my my grass all uh, summer because it's so hot. It's like yeah. cooked. Um, I have a dog and a kid, and um, spend a lot of time in the gym. Um, I don't do any like sports or anything like competitively, but I do. I just started jujitsu uh, this year, so I'm crazy crazy eyed white belt, and that's Ooh. been fun. Um, it's like definitely humbling because again I like to be good at something when I start Mm -hmm. and I am not a natural athlete when it comes to jujitsu like a lot of the stuff on your good side is challenging like it does not come natural Mm because it's like a different style of fighting than what like I would do but um then you have to do your we call it your retard side and uh it's terrible because you're doing it backwards of what it kind of feels natural or maybe it doesn't even feel natural on the good side and then you like do it with your non-dominant side it's it's i think that's a good test of if you're good at something can you do it yeah ambidextrous yeah yeah well because like you could go up against someone who does it who their natural side is your bad side Mm -hmm. and then they're like you're like oh i could freaking get him an arm bar if i was on the other side but this side's weird because i don't ever practice it so yeah it is cool they call it like um it's like a mental sport because yeah. it's uh, very much about, like, technique and strategy versus, like, strength. And, I mean, that's important, too. Yeah. But 
So we have to practice in bodybuilding stage right and stage left, entering both sides because yeah, you, you, never know. you never know until you get to the show. In most shows, you can, you know, they'll tell you beforehand, but you have to be comfortable doing both. Yeah, posing on both sides and stuff yeah. to turn. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then if you're like going for a big show and you have to turn on your bad side, you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we avoid this side at all costs. Yeah. Um, only look at this side, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, so is that all about you? Um, you got any more? Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Marine Corps veteran, and I worked in healthcare for a while, and I quit my job this year to start my own business, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you know, I'm just pumped. To, I'm pumped to be on the podcast. Like, uh, we were talking this morning about, um, what is the syndrome? Imposter syndrome. And I was just like, who the fuck am I to like make a podcast? Like who wants to listen to me? And I want to listen to you. I know. (laughs) Cheerleader. (laughs) Kimmy is my number one fan. Um, but so like, I'm excited to do it because I have recently dove really deep into like self growth Mm -hmm. and just bettering myself and learning. Um, and I'm a very stubborn person. It's hereditary, I swear. And, like, uh, it's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I thought, like, I had, like, a lot of pride, too. So I'm like, no, I'm, I'm good the way I am. And I'm like, that was so backwards thinking, you know. And so I just want to share the things I've learned and the way that I've grown mm-hmm. with people who haven't gotten to that point yet. Because, yeah. like, I started, I feel like, late. You know, you're 25 and you're doing the same shit that like I just started doing a couple of years ago, which is awesome. But so if we can get people to like get on that path sooner yeah. than later, like, you know, you not? have a wonderful perspective and it oh. should be shared. Yeah. So I guess I'll talk about me. Um, I'm Kimmy. Um, I just moved to Texas about a year ago. I'm originally from Arkansas, um, but I moved here from Tampa, Florida. So I uh, got my undergrad degree in biochemical animal science from the U- university of Arkansas. Um, After I graduated, I moved to Tampa, and they have a really big bodybuilding scene there, so that's where I, you know, I've been into fitness my entire life, played collegiate soccer, just really got into lifting, um, you know, just for the the fun of it, but then I moved to Tampa, and they had a really big bodybuilding scene there, so I was like, you know, let's try it, you know, like, Mm -hmm. let's, you know, I used to run marathons, and that was, like, a big challenge for me, you know, pushing yourself to the limit in running-wise of, like, who's crazy enough to run 26 miles in one go. Right. Then I have, now I'm meeting all these ultra-marathoners on these 100-mile racers, Dude, and I'm like, insane. I'm like, I was like, miles? my lungs are bleeding at, like, mile 10. Like, How many days doing? is that, though? Because they just go for days. They go nonstop. Yeah. I don't know. But it, it's not days. I mean, like, they run, like, marathons in training. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, shout out to you guys. So... I had done the marathon thing. I'd done the lifting thing. I'm like, what's harder than running 26 miles? Um, let's do like an eight week prep of starving yourself and <laughs> lifting every single day. And it, let's, let's shred me down to the bone and let's see it. So I did that. I, um, got into the bodybuilding scene in Tampa, did my first show in December of 2020. And then, um, I ended up doing really well at that show and I got caught in the masochistic sport and I've been in it ever since. Yeah. So, yes, I'm just now um, kind of branching out and figuring out what my next thing is. Um, but bodybuilding's really big in my life here. So I uh, moved to Austin in this, this week, one year ago. Ooh. So I've been here for one year anniversary. Um, Very nice. 
And since moving to Austin, I've stayed big in the bodybuilding scene. I work at a gym, I'm a personal trainer, and I'm also a stretch therapist. Um, so big into recovery. We'll talk about that in some of our podcasts. Um, but other than that, that's that's pretty much what I'm doing. You have two kitties. Oh, I have two kitties. Two wonderful <laughs> baby kittens. Um, one's a year old. Her name is Calypso, but we call her Callie. And then the second one is a rim bunch, just a little kitten named Knox. Um, and she's, she's about four months old. She's cute. She's cute. I don't even like cats, and she's cute. They're I both love cute. I, I love cats. Team cat. I'm going to get hate for that, but team cat. It's fine. I like dogs too, but... I know you do. Cats are better. All right. So let's just get right into it. What's our topic for today? We're going to talk about manifestation. We're going to talk about um, how to be better and manifest the future of your dreams and not let others deter you. Yeah. Before we get into that, though, I want you I want you to tell everyone about... Uh, our walk this morning? Yeah. Okay. Because that was good. Yeah. So this morning, so recently, I've just been, I've been deep diving into my inner self. You know, I, I want to mm-hmm. figure out, like some things about myself and so I ask myself a lot of thought-provoking questions and you help me a lot with that um but one thing that I've noticed is I have this intense sense of gratitude recently Mm -hmm. I had this a few months ago and it was it lasted a long time it's like so overwhelming sense of gratitude for everything I have in my life I'm I am pumped when I when I I wake up I'm just like you know like I was talking about this um, just like when you wake up on the good side of the bed, right? Yeah. So this morning I woke up and I got to sleep in a little bit and I woke up and the birds were chirping outside my window <laughs> and my wind chimes were making a beautiful melody. And I'm like, you know, Cinderella, ah, you know, yeah. like I just, it was wonderful. And then I, I looked at my phone and you had just texted me like eight minutes ago. And, nice. and I, I woke up to that text of, Hey, when we walk in and I'm like, hell yeah, we're walking. I said, let me just slide out of bed at 9am like a bum and, um, <laughs> get up and walk with you. So yeah. then I made, you know, I made some coffee. I made an extremely large chai tea latte because you need both right yes um (laughs) and then then, um met you and we had the walk and I was just thinking about everything in my life that I'm so grateful for I'm so grateful for my job and my clients and I'm grateful for my friends Mm -hmm. and my healthy body and I'm so excited I'm like amped yeah amped it's a different like energy feeling yeah and I remember this when you told me this the first time you were like I'm so like gracious right now yeah, like, like okay. I love everything and everybody <laughs> just spread the love but what made me think about that it was like why don't I feel like this all the time like yeah. why is it so hard to feel gratitude when you know when you're not in a great headspace yeah. when you when you have a lot of things going against you like like I think it's a practice yeah. you, you got to practice gratitude skill for sure yeah. so like it's easy to be gratitude gracious when you have a bunch of things going for you like right now I got wonderful clients got a wonderful job wonderful friends mm-hmm. eating great food doing a lot of new exciting things and you're finally feeling good physically yeah like not under like all that stress yeah um and so it's like I want to be this grateful for everything even when there's some things not going for me yeah so I think that's something good that's that's the practice is you have to like it, it's always like in the hard times is when you have to like you know remember the shining light like you have to remember to practice it yeah when you don't want to it's like di- it's the discipline of for that skill yeah um but yeah nobody wants to think about that when yeah. you're like getting overwhelmed with all these tough yeah. issues or like things just life yeah i try to keep a really positive outlook on life and what they say is like one quote that has stuck with me for a lot of years is mm. uh, it's impossible to be angry while you're grateful 
Yeah. Like, it's impossible to have those emotions at the same time. Yeah. And so I notice, like, when I'm angry at something, if I just think about things that I am grateful for, like, the anger kind of dissipates. Like, it's not, it's not, it's not a foolproof system, but it's like, if you can just be grateful, everything else will fall into line. Yeah. Look for the good. Be positive. No bad days. (laughs) Yeah. Anger is like a, you know, toddler. It's like uncontrollable like it just kind of does its thing but if you can choose I think the thing is is like choosing your mind to spend your energy on something else Mm -hmm. doesn't allow the it's like the toddler needs a nap you know and it's like focus it's just getting clear on something different that's positive will just Mm kind of make it melt away but I actually have thought about that a couple times since you told me that so that is a good quote for sure um yeah, I think that's why people have gratitude journals is mm-hmm. because it requires, like, practice, like, diligence, doing it over and over again, consistency with that. Um, I have on my bathroom mirror, it says, be grateful. Be grateful. And I just, and I look at it every single day. Yeah. Now, looking at it doesn't actually necessarily mean that I'm going to, like, I don't, I'm not, like, perfect. I don't every mm-hmm. day, like, sit there, but I, it's just being mindful of it, I think, is the first part of developing oh, you mean, a you habit. Mean manifesting? Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Um, I also wanted to talk about um, how you can spark, how one like spark of inspiration can can fuel your gratitude. Like, it's yeah. not necessarily like you don't wake up grateful every day. Like today, I had a Cinderella moment, mm-hmm. but like say that I had to get up super early for a client, and that client bailed on me. You know? Yeah. I can choose to make that like ruin my day or put me in a bad mood or I can choose to like oh I have a free hour that I didn't have I can take my time I can drink my coffee I can you can turn bad situations good just by being grateful for what you have rather than looking at what you didn't have yeah it's totally your perspective and like your mindset yeah um I this guy in the coaching group I'm in he shared a uh little reel or something the other day and it was like don't forget you have control of your emotions Mm. And your thoughts and like you have control over that and then it was and I was like yeah like because I like the accountability aspect Mm -hmm. of it and also like I can really tell someone's emotional maturity and understanding if they're like no because he had someone that commented immediately like they're like you don't have control of your emotions and I'm like "Uh, uh, you should Um, (laughs) that is the goal and you maybe don't start that way but it's something that you should strive to have yeah I mean that's why like what monks are like the most peaceful serene beings is because they don't let their emotions control them at all so that's a good question that i wanted to ask you like to what degree have you actually controlled the course your life has taken like how like how do you think your decisions to what degree have they made the 100 percent it's everything that i have chosen has brought me to where i'm at whether i choose it out of fear out of you know anger Mm -hmm. or you know being feeling stuck like those are my own choices like Every little step has led me to where I'm at yeah. and all the lessons I've learned. I think that is one thing that I'm super big on is radical ownership of your decisions. Mm-hmm. Like you can say like, oh, this happened to me. This happened to me. You know, I'm big this way because of this or my past right. or my Playing trauma. Yeah. yeah. And it's not necessarily like, yes, there's some things you can control, but you can control how you react to them and you can control how you're going to respond in the face of yeah. diversity. Yeah. Right. So it's like to what degree have have my decisions actually controlled the course of my life 100% I agree yeah like I had a coworker. uh 
well, she was a classmate of mine in extra school and became a coworker of mine. Mm-hmm. And she was awesome. Her name is Sosin. And she used to uh, say this thing. She'd say, don't give it power. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, don't allow that thing to make you respond in a way you don't want to respond. Like, if you don't want to be that person that, like, lashes out at people that you love, don't allow yourself to mm-hmm. be that. Don't give, it, don't give them power or give a situation power to, like, 100%. make you feel like you have to behave a certain way. Like, you're in control of all that. Yeah. And it's so simple. Don't give it power. And, I, like, I mean, I was going through, like, court stuff, and, like, yeah. I was stressed, and um, that helped me a ton. Yeah. Because I was like, holy crap, like... It's not about, it's about taking the power back in your own hands, exactly. not like allowing someone that like influence you in that way. I have something to add to that. It's, it's when my, I did my first prep, right? In December, 2020. Mm-hmm. And I, it was completely new to me. All like all of the variables. I didn't know how, I, how my food was going to change, how my cardio was going to change, how my training was going to change. I yeah. didn't know. Um, I was just literally listening to my coach. He's amazing. Brandon Cooper. Um, and he was guiding me along the way and I was just like, here, I'm in your hands. But I also, because I didn't have control over everything, Mm -hmm. all the variables, I had to just follow the plan. I didn't really control my emotions and response to the plan. So I lashed out a lot at the guy I was dating at the time. I was angry. I was all the things like, oh, you say you're tired. Well, I have to do this, 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 this. And I don't, and I have like a fourth of the food of you. Like I like took it personally that he had a different life, you know? I know. I was like, okay. (laughs) Um, And I was like, okay. So then at the end of my prep, I, when I won and I was so like overwhelmed at, oh, Oh, crap I did it like mm-hmm. it's over it's done now I was ashamed at the way that I acted during the prep at yeah. leading up and it kind of soured the whole win it was yeah. like I, I made a vow to myself that I would never take a prep out on somebody else ever again yeah. because that is a decision that I made and it's a luxury to yeah. do a prep there's so many people that don't get to choose to eat a tiny amount of food. I have the luxury to choose to eat the tiny amount of food I get to eat. And I have the luxury to go to the gym and to train every day. And I have the luxury of a healthy body that can push to the limits. And so after that prep, I was like, I will never take it out on somebody else. And I haven't, I I go through preps and people will come to me and they're like, Oh man, we couldn't even tell you were in prep. You're in such a good mood all the time. And it's like, well, it's fake. Um, (laughs) Just kidding. Um, um, But (laughs) it is, um, it's, it's an act of choice to be okay yeah. when you're not okay. And, you know, now I internalize a lot of the emotions and I actually get a little bit sad. So I could, I could work on that. When I'm hangry, I just get sad. Right. <laughs> but I don't, take it, I don't take it out on other it. people. And so that's radical ownership of my decisions. I don't want to take it out on other people. So I don't. I need to find a healthier coping mechanism. But we're still actively growing every day. Yeah, like... Okay. Don't want to take it out on yourself. <laughs> so yeah, happy balance. Yeah. Find out how to uh, how to let it go. But but uh, hangry. I don't need a Snickers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I control my emotions and I I accept that my you know that these feelings are going to be there and I control how I let them affect me. Yeah, because like you can win, but like at what cost? Mm-hmm. Like. And are you ruining are you ru- ruining relationships to get seriously. there? Seriously. Luckily. You can permanently do some damage. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, people will end relationships after one conversation. Yeah. Because. We've all been there. We've, we've all, all been, been there. Like, I mean, that's the anger coming in, but. Um, yeah. So we're moving on. We'll, we'll move on topics. Complacency kills. What does complacency mean to you? You know, doing the same thing so often that you don't, you don't have to, like, you don't have to think about what you're doing anymore. Yeah. 
Um, so then you just do it naturally, but then you may not notice the small little things and you might get lazy. And like, if you're, if you turn a, a walk in a square every single day and then eventually, you know, hundred days later, you're rounding those corners mm-hmm. and you're not walking in a straight square anymore. And then eventually you're cutting the corners even more. And that's when accidents happen and like, or, or just yeah. lack of action happens. And it's like, it's like now you're in a circle, like how you can't really gauge time when you're in a circle. You can't really gauge how long you've been complacent mm-hmm. when you're, when you fall into like habits, everything's habits, right? Yeah. The power of habits and your habits control your life and you are yeah. a slave to your habits. So you might as well be slave to good habits rather than bad habits. Yeah. And so I think what, what combats complacency is checking in with yourself. And making sure that you're doing enough, you know, like you have to check in and see when is the last time that you tried something new, mm-hmm. you know, when is one, when you challenged yourself last? I was just going to say challenges. Cause yeah. like, even if you're a creature of habit and you don't like new things, which I have been known to do be, mm. <laughs> I can still challenge myself. Like we use the gym as an easy example. I can still like how many people go to the gym and they're not getting any bigger they're not their body isn't changing mm-hmm. and you've seen them for like call it maintenance yeah and i'm like okay but like if you're i don't know there's a like the whole theory behind like if you're not moving forward you're moving backwards mm-hmm. i don't care if you're standing still like i still want to be moving forward yeah um but yeah the people that never change their bodies and and maybe that's fine for them but like you know right now you're in a new phase of your uh fitness where you want to focus more on like what you're physically capable of do like yeah, functionality performance and performance based. um versus like aesthetics, uh, aesthetics right so mm-hmm. like um you can always challenge yourself um you know like if you have been maintaining for two years okay well maybe you try growing a little bit or maybe you don't want to grow inside maybe you love the size and shape of your body now mm-hmm. but maybe you want to see if you can start doing handstands learn a new skill or learn something else that your yeah. body is capable of doing it's like so amazing you ever watch those like videos of the people that are like doing crazy things and you're like i didn't know humans could do this parkour Parkour, (laughs) i mean honestly i know parkour is so stupid but like i don't do any of that like that's just like some of these people are crazy like the ones that walk on like super high like building edges and stuff or tight ropes like Mm -hmm. acrobats like athletes like people humans are amazing and the average person never knows what their body's fully capable of yeah and that's i mean i don't even know what i'm fully capable of yet but that's why I'm always trying to be better because I want to I want to get closer to that I don't want to just be like way down here when I could have done all this yeah. yeah so I guess my question is at what like point like you have all these people that are comfortable with their life and they they love their life and they're like well I like the way I'm at why would I change anything you know like why you know fix something that's not broken where is mm. the line there that's a mindset thing the fixing something like that's I think personally I mean, you can't make people change. You can inspire people to want to change, but I think personally, um, it is our duty and obligation to be the best versions of ourselves yeah. and to like make, I want to, I mean, I don't expect, maybe this is, uh, my negativeness right now sneaking <laughs> out. I don't expect to like leave the same footprint as like Elon Musk. You know, he did a lot of shit. I'm not an inventor per se. Maybe I will be, but I don't expect to leave that, but I want to leave people behind that were like, 
man, she was a good person. Made an impact. And they changed my life. Yeah. Even if it was just like a smile at the grocery store or, you know, like some stupid. I just, I mm. want to impact people. I think it's our obligation, our duty, not just as like humans on earth, but like Americans, you know, like other mm. countries and other people look up to us. And um, I think that our country's lost a lot of pride and, mm-hmm. you know, accountability is not a big thing anymore. <laughs> and so people want to like, it's, yeah, I don't That's, think a lot of people are going to break that habit. It's a but. difficult question. I think it's, it's all like you have to check in with yourself. Like, are you doing enough to personally satisfy yourself? With me, I never feel like I'm doing enough. And that's not necessarily a great thing. But I'm every single day like I don't know enough. I don't do enough. I don't make enough impact every single mm-hmm. day. Like I fall into the bad habit of not taking time to reflect and not taking time to rest. Yeah. You know, like I'm go, go, go. I do not have a stop button. I never have. I probably never will. But I I don't know at what point you can be, like we said before, grateful for what you have, but always wanting more. Like that that's a difficult balance to find. Yeah. So, um, I, I, I think, again, like we were talking, gratitude is a gift to practice it. Yeah. And so. Um, so I guess like what inspires you? You know, what inspires you to do more? Like, what, where do you find inspiration in your daily life to be like, well, I, like, like this, we're starting a podcast. Why? You know? And it's, <laughs> and it's, it's like, let's challenge ourselves today. Let's do this. Like, what's, what's your inspiration for trying yeah. new things? Um, I'm a couple. Um, honestly, one of the biggest ones is having summer in my life. Um, That's a good one. I feel like ever since... Um, she's been in my life I want her to see what's possible and mm-hmm. if I'm not trying new things or pushing myself I, like you know some of the things that like come out of that girl's mouth it's funny because it's like whoa she sounds just like a mini me or something mm-hmm. or she's like parroting me and I'm like I'm not telling her to say these things but she sees they watch me and, listen. and and I'm like holy crap and like realizing that power that we have on like the younger generation not even just like your own kids but like you know, um, we have young people that work at the gym and, like, look up to both of us mm-hmm. that are like, oh, like, I see that person all the time. And like, I want to be a good role model. I want to be – I want to lead by example. Yeah. Um, and so that's probably, like, the biggest – my biggest push. And I also have a fear of, like, regret. Yeah. Like, I don't want to – I don't want to be on my deathbed and wish I would have lived – yeah. You know, have you ever, I've heard a couple people tell this story. I don't, I think it might've been Ed Milet to start, but the idea is, let's say that you die and whether you believe in heaven or not, but let's say you get up there and you are standing before God and you see this other person. This person is who you were meant to be. Oh, chills. How similar do you look to that person? Yeah. You were created for this big thing and had all this power, you know, whatever it was to, to be the best version of yourself. And how similar is it when you look in that, like you look in your own eyes basically yeah. and like see how close you came to it. Yeah. And are you proud of the person you are? Right. And so I don't know if I expect to like get to 100% the same. I mean, that would be perfect, obviously, yeah. but um, really freaks me out thinking about that, thinking about like, just 
being like, man, see this cool life that I could have had? Yeah. And it's like, why didn't I? Why didn't I try it? Why didn't I go after it? Yeah. Well, that's kind of daunting. You know, like you think at the end of your life, everything you're supposed to do in your entire life, that's a daunting thought, mm-hmm. right? So I think it, it's easier. So talking about inspiration, I think it's easier to break it down closer to closer. Like people say, take it day by day, Yeah. right? Like achieving smaller goals, being 1% better every single day yeah. into then you're making big moves, big decisions, big changes, but it starts with your decisions today. Yeah. And I think that's what my inspiration is. Mine's more, I don't know if it's like vanity or what it's, it's like, I want to be the best. I never Mm -hmm. start any, I do everything full set, everything 100%, all my effort. Like I don't know how to, I don't know how to not. Yeah. And so I put my, myself 100% into everything and I expect to be the best. It would like, I would never be like, well, I'll be okay being adequate at this. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't want to, like I, <laughs> my mom says, it's just like, see, you like to win, but you hate to lose. Yeah. And that is true. Like I want to be the best and I will always strive to be the best, but you will not see me not trying. You will not see me not putting my full effort right. into something. I'm going to do my damn hardest mm-hmm. to win yep. so that I don't lose. Yeah. And I think that's important. You know, I don't know if it's like a vanity thing of like, I don't want other people to see me fail. It's not necessarily that. No. It's the fact that like, I, at the end of the day, am I okay knowing that I did everything that I could right. to do whatever it is the best of my capability. Yeah. No, I think that's, I think that's something that's like kind of lost because I, I feel like I have like phases mm-hmm. where I like, you know, there, or there's like certain things I care so much about and yeah. certain that like, I used to be like, I'm going to do a little friends reference. I used to be like the Monica, like always competing against like anything, like mm-hmm. who can have the cleanest floor in the kitchen? You know, like I was just competing and like everything is competition. And I still sometimes do that. People are like, it's not a competition. I'm like, eh, everything is a competition. <laughs> you're just saying that because I'm better than you. <laughs> you're just sad you're going to lose. <laughs> but I've like reeled it back a lot. And uh-huh. so now I kind of like pick and choose where I'm like crazy about it because yeah. it was like a lot. But I think in general not enough people feel that way no um they're just like eh. i mean you could see that with this covid situation i should have said Ooh, it i should have just said dipped it. your little toe <laughs> we're gonna get flagged <laughs> episode one fucked <laughs> cut that out. Oh, no, um, but like people were just like so okay with like eh. yeah well, i have to do this for to keep my job or i have to do this to like see my family and it's like eh. That's just kind of like the reaction I think of like so many people. And that's like, eh. 2020. Eh. Right. And it's like, eh. Someone else just like, you know. Okay. Well, that, that brings into a good topic I want to discuss. It's, it's at what point are the people in your life affecting your decisions? And at what point are you letting other people deter you from your dreams? They say you are like the most, you're most alike the five people you surround yeah. yourself with. I completely like, agree. Like checking your inner circle, like. Who is supporting you into actively making great decisions and who is kind of like falling into complacency with you? You know, it's easy to go yeah. over to somebody's house like you're on a diet. Oh, they're eating pizza. Well, you know, it's just tonight. I know I'll have one slice. Like, are, yeah. you, are you falling into complacency because of others or, you know, like, like how, do you, how do you affect that? Well, I mean, end of the day, like you need to be disciplined to stick to your mm-hmm. plan if you have a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, when you were on prep, you would come over here and I'm not like unhealthy, but like you wouldn't even eat the stuff that I was considering healthy because you couldn't because it yeah. wasn't on your program, which is called discipline. Yeah. So like 
you know, you can have friends that don't have the same, like, lifestyle or, like, mm-hmm. you know, things that they care about. Like, some people don't think, like, certain processed foods are bad or whatever. And yeah. then even if you're not, like, prepping, you still don't want to eat it. You know, like, so, like, that shouldn't influence your decision. Yeah. But at the same time, like, yeah, confiding in people who are negative and, like, surrounding yourself by people that, like, aren't going after the goals. Like, yeah. that stuff, I feel like definitely plays a big role yeah Um, so like I would come over and you may be eating different stuff than me right mm -hmm. and that wouldn't let that affect me because that's my discipline but I wouldn't surround myself around you if you were constantly asking me to go out to bars if you're constantly asking me to do things that would put me in a situation set me up for failure you know you're constantly pushing me harder than I could go hey dude like you got cardio to do I'll do it with you you know you'll jump jump on the stairmaster next to me you'll go on an outdoor walk with me yeah you'll do things that are supporting me in my goals and that's what's important like yeah, you don't can't take you know like you have to radical ownership of your decisions, but you totally you are like who you surround yourself with, and if you surround yourself with toxic people, it's going to infect your life. I agree. I tell that to summer all the time. Like, pick who, <laughs> like, who are your five closest people, yeah. and and you know people like our groups of friends and people like change, and sometimes it's a little hard because. Um, the people that you've known for the longest are part of like an old part of you that doesn't necessarily exist anymore. And for the longest time I stayed friends with people because I knew them so long. That's hard. It is hard. It's hard to recognize that you've grown out of certain friendships, certain situations. And if they're not damaging you, like you don't have to cut them out, but like if you're still hanging out with them all the time and they're like doing the same stuff, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. Uh, That's not, that's not good. Um, like staying friends with someone because you've been friends with them for so long is not that's complacent it is (laughs) and it's also like super insulting like if if the other person knew that was the only reason why you were friends like how that would make me feel like shit yeah I'd be like dude fuck you like if you don't want to be if I'm not adding to your life if I'm not positive if you don't like me that's one thing I'd rather have the truth yeah um, than just know that you just thought well I've known you since 2006 so here we are like get out of here I don't need that I don't need it just as much as you don't need someone in your life that isn't like positive so I I don't think a lot of people appreciate the honesty like I do (laughs) I I love honesty like I that's that's one that's one of the (laughs) things that it's required to be in my inner circle you have to never lie to me tell me the truth even when it's hard like I would rather you hurt my feelings but or better me you know like I might be offended in the moment But if I'm overall better for it, please tell me. Like, don't let me... Like, if I'm falling into bad habits or being complacent, like, call me out for it. Like, if I ask you, do I look fat in this and I look fat in it? Please, God, tell me I look fat in it. Like, guys, I'm going to go out and we're going to take pictures and I'm going to be like, you said I didn't look fat in this. (laughs) And then I'm going to be like, I don't trust you. I don't trust your opinion anymore. Right. Whereas if you're like, hey, you don't look fat in that, but you would look better in a different shirt. And I put the different shirt on. Yeah. I respect you. Thank you. (laughs) See, I've been working on my delivery. My old roommate will tell you. It's all about delivery. Oh, she had this one dress, man. So she had, like, interesting taste, we'll just say. Not the same as mine. She had really great stuff, but some of it was like, what? (laughs) And she tried on this one dress, and I was like, you need to take that off. And she's like, why? And I was like, and burn it. (laughs) She's like... You don't have to be so rude about yeah. it. I'm like, it's not you and the dress. It is the dress. That dress would not look good on anybody. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. And she's like, 
you don't have to say it like that. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So I'm working on my delivery a little bit and we'll try and get some more tact back in my That's true. life. Like you don't have to be hurtful, but like definitely telling the truth. Like she had never taken the tags off. So she had never worn it anyway. Mm-hmm. She just like fantasy world thought it looked good. But you have to, yeah, <laughs> thinking of your delivery, like she, even if she wanted to wear that dress, every time she looked at the dress, she would think about your comments on it I know. and she would be super insecure about it even if she wanted to wear it and decided to wear it yeah so you so your words permanently affect people you know like they, they totally i know I'm, I'm learning about myself and my delivery yeah well i used to just think it was i was surrounded by scorpios i used to just think i was like surrounded by overly sensitive people and then i realized oh it's not just them mm-hmm. it's me <laughs> so it's fine yeah it's the genuine it's not you it's me uh-huh yeah. <laughs> not in a good way not in a good way like, i'm the fucked up one hey ownership mm. yeah um yeah speaking of honesty like i kind of like was reminded of it earlier we're talking about making assumptions and take, and you just said taking things personally mm-hmm. i i do like the four agreements oh i don't necessarily like the book is a little weird i, like I listened to it on audiobook and it was yeah. like had like some flutes because like i'm pretty sure mood we're convinced the that the, he was like high when he was writing it i don't know <laughs> it's just so you're talking about what the four agreements you know who wrote it yes it's in my yeah. room <laughs> anyway it's um by don miguel ruiz yes that one and a practical guide to personal freedom is the the rest of the title. I mean, I just like. The, I think the reason why, one of the reasons why we get along so well is we both like honesty. Mm-hmm. So that's be impeccable with your word. That's the first one. Yeah. We don't take things personally, and we don't make assumptions. Yeah. About each other, and I think a lot of that comes from like respecting each other's opinions and knowing that like even if I'm being brutally honest with you, like I'm coming because I care about you and mm-hmm. I want the best for you it's coming from a good place it's not like a jealousy or fear yeah. or anger situation mm-hmm. um and so uh I don't know it works and I don't think a lot of people that's why I like that book so much like mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people apply honesty or like I talked to Summer about it all the time I was drilling her about um if you say you're gonna do something do it oh, your word is important biggest pet peeve <laughs> biggest I hate it no, it's flakiness and being true to your word. Yeah. If your word means nothing, you mean nothing. Like, if you say you're going to be somewhere, yeah. I expect you to be there. If mm-hmm. I give you something I need you to do, you say you're going to do it, and then I come back and it's not done, I'm, like, flabbergasted. I'm yeah. like, oh, God, that was checked off in my brain. It's done. Like, yeah. if I have to come back and then it's still not done or I have to do it, it is, mm, no. Hashtag Virgo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's, it's a huge, it's a huge deal. I mean, making action is the key, like taking the action that you say you're going to take like words, like literally, yeah. they, they, it's, it's funny because they mean so it's, it means so much, but it also means they mm-hmm. also can mean nothing. It's like, yeah. um, you know, words without their action mean nothing, but then like, your words are also important just to like say and be be there yeah. saying those things. So, so I have just... something to add to that. I had a professor in college, and like I said, my degree is in biochemical animal science. So I spent a lot of time working, working the fields, working cattle, that kind of stuff. And it was the, what the professor said stuck with me. He said, 
Who are you going to call to feed the cows at 4 a.m.? Because there's people in your life that you would call if you needed them, right? Mm -hmm. You would call for support. You would call if you needed them. Who would you call when you're on the side of the road and you need help and it's 4 a.m. and you don't know, like, like you're like, I'm in a jam. Who can I call that's going to be there? Who's going to pick up and who is going to be there? Mm -hmm. Who are you going to call to feed the cows at 4 a.m.? Who do you know? Like, that's an inconvenient time to get up, but it has to be done. Who are you going to call? And I said, I want to be that person. Yeah. I want to be the person that you know you can mm-hmm. call and they will do it. Yeah. And I think about that often. I think about it all the time of like, who are my people right now? I check in, like, who is my inner circle? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people that I would call on for different situations. Sure. And, and like, you know, you have, like, just say you have a best friend. That's right it's that's there is no like I have lots of best friends for different situations you know you have a best friend for this you have a best friend for this but I think about people not necessarily for what they can do for me but it it kind of is it's like like who am I to them and who are they to me Mm -hmm. like what it's a partnership it is and like you you offer things whether it's an ear Mm -hmm. you know or like a space like yes and so it's who do you call to feed the cows at 4 a.m be that person and if you're not that person why are you not that person yeah it's like oh because it's 4 a.m that's that's a horrible time to get up I don't want to do that like right it's that or was I partying till 2 a.m last night 2 a.m and I just went to sleep an hour ago you know like are you available to be the person that's somebody can rely on yeah and then it's like okay you called them they said they're gonna do it they're on their way did they actually do the job or did they fall back asleep the cows didn't get fed. Right. Why? Yeah. So. I like that a that's lot. That's a good one. It stuck with me. That's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched a video the other day, uh, and this guy is like a really good relationship mm-hmm. person, but he was like, I see all the time that you are looking for the ideal person, the ideal mate for your life, mm-hmm. your partner, but are you the ideal person? Ooh. And so I was like... That's the thing. And it's like, if we live in such like a consumer based society, where like, we just want what we want. Mm -hmm. But it's like, if you think about like pushing out what you're good at and like the things you offer, Mm -hmm. then the right people will come to you. It's like, it's almost like reverse psychology, like the situation, (laughs) like, you know, and that's why I think like the really good people are the ones that give the most and don't ask for things. Um, I mean, no one likes anybody that's like bumming shit off of them. like the most annoying thing ever yeah but um you know you can't uh give too much yourself like you have to find a balance Mm -hmm. but well you know I'm a big energies person yeah um I I truly believe you are the energy that you put out into the world Mm -hmm. what you put out into the world is what you receive in return if you're an asshole I hope bad shit happens to you (laughs) like sorry but you suck if you put if you're a wonderful person and you're constantly putting good energy into the world that is what you'll receive in return. Like, nobody's yeah. going to be like, oh, man, she's an amazing person. I want to shit on her. You know? Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's, I mean, some yeah. people are like that, I guess. Some but but it's genuinely, you know, if you are a good person, good things will happen. If you're yeah. a bad person, karma's a bitch. I do believe in karma, but I almost want bad people to have good things happen to them. So that mm. way they have no fucking excuse. Like, you know what? good shit happens and you choose to be this way that's on you and like yeah. you're you know there's no, I mean they won't notice it but like I almost like want it to be like an extra little I'm gonna kill you with kindness with kindness <laughs> yeah because it's like why are you the way you are there's no need for the it the office <laughs> <laughs> I've never really gotten into that oh well I'm kind of 
contemplating why we're friends now. Oh that's my god! Uh, yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I took that personally. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, mm. No, I watched Office Space. Does that count? No the movie. No, that's funny. It is funny. Mm. It's good. Oh man. What else we got? All right. We need I to wanted... find a way to like monitor our time. Oh yeah. We've been talking for. We like to talk. Can you tell? Forty-three-ish minutes. Forty-three-ish minutes. Well, we talked about books. Did you want to talk about other books you would recommend? Well, I have all these sitting here. Yeah. Because we were talking about mindset and complacency, and oh my god, I have, there's so many books. So you many. You are a library. She always has the perfect book for the perfect situation. If you, if you need. <laughs> Something she was like, I have a book to recommend to you. <laughs> she pulls her monocle off. Right, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what books do we have here? Um, we have The Magic of Thinking Big. This is old. Like, look how yellow these pages are. Um, this, so all these books have the same kind of concept. They are just um, what you put out there manifesting. You know, we didn't even really talk about manifesting. <laughs> manifesting the your dreams and how to get there. It's all mindset, right? It it's is. It's all mindset. Like, just knowing that, like, you literally, like, this This was an idea in someone's head at one point. Yeah. They've created it. They've sold it. Um, that If that person had never thought, I could do this and, like, I can make it really well, yeah. they w- it would never exist. So, like, thinking positive and imagining what your future looks like, mm-hmm. you know, having a vision board or Pinterest, whatever. Yeah. Um. Law of Attraction is putting good thoughts out there. Good. Um, this one is is really cool. It's kind of mm-hmm. like more like the sciencey stuff, but it talks about like real life examples yeah. about people that like the like experiments. Mm. And so it's pretty cool to see how powerful the mind is. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's people you can go real deep into it that like believe that you can completely mm-hmm. obtain anything that you imagine. Maybe not in the way that you're thinking. You know, like there's the whole idea behind. Oh, well, I can just, like, dream that I was a, you know, pro snowboarder, but, like, maybe I'll, you know, like, maybe I'm not good, that good at snowboarding, or, and I, it's not in my, my wheelhouse to be that good, yeah. um, but my dream is to, like, helicopter snowboard. Well, maybe I don't get there the way that I think I'm going to, but if that's still my dream and I'm working at it, because I am allowing myself to dream that I can get there no matter what. You're putting yourself, you're setting yourself up to be able and, to do it. Yeah, and I'm staying positive, and maybe I keep that positive mindset and I meet someone who's like, oh, I have a helicopter. I'm like, dude. And well, then I it, have a snowboard. Let's go. Like, you know, <laughs> so if anybody knows that, I mean, um, not really, I would totally do it. Yeah. Me. But, um, so they may not know this about you, but you're big with Andy Frisella. You're big with doing the 75 hard and all oh, that. Oh yeah, I'm obsessed. Do you want to talk about the <laughs> manifesting portion of your phase two or whatever? Phase one. Phase one. Yeah. That was really good. That was hard. But like, so how did that, what did you do with that? And how did that set you up? Like, cause you were like, when you were doing that every day, you were just like, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to get there this way. And this, 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 you were very like, this is my ambition. And ever since then, I'm like, I should do this again. And then I don't, I, it's like, unless I'm being made to do it, I, you have I to just actively manifest. I know. It's all and about I, checking in. It's a, I need to, I, I don't have a routine anymore. My life is like a hot mess. So it's like, it's hard to, you know, wake up. Shower, brush my teeth, manifest for 10 minutes. Like, I got to, like, book it in my day. I have to get back yeah. to that because that was – I did feel really good. But what did you do? What is that? Um, so phase one of 75 Hard, you have to do 10 minutes of active visualization. What is active um, visualization? Like, I, I describe it like a daydream. So, like, visioning yourself. 
sometimes it helped me to like close my eyes. You can't be like laying down sleeping. You have to be like up and active and you should, your blood should be flowing. You know, you should be alert. But, um, you just think about things that you yeah, wanted in life. Dreaming about like what, like walking into my front door, what does it look like? So yeah. it's specific. What do I do with my day and my time? Who am I spending my time with? What kind of things make me happy? Um, in the dream what, want, what does my right. body look like? Yeah. Um, what kind of vehicle do I drive? Like, what does my family look like? All of these things. And so, like, I'm not a very good, uh, like, creative type in my, like, I'm analytical versus, mm-hmm. like, so it's really hard for me to, like, close my eyes. I just see blackness. Oh, like, wow. I can't, I cannot. Not me. Right. But that's just how my brain works. Um, which is weird because like don't ask me to do math. I don't know why. Like I should, <laughs> I should balance out or something. But um, <laughs> but like you know, if you tell me to close my eyes and like picture something, I literally cannot see anything. It's like, crazy. You could tell me to close my eyes and picture clouds. I cannot see clouds. Oh, I see all the clouds. I can't. It's just black. No. And I can't turn it on and off. I'm I don't turning know how clouds to do it. into like images, like what, like when you're a kid and you look up yeah. at the clouds and you see things in them. How like the beauty of imagination of kids, man. I used to think that I was fucking weird, and like I like I tell people that I never dream. There's very very few times that I dream, and people have always tried to convince me like, oh, you probably dream, you just um, don't remember it, and I'm like. No, I'm telling you, like, I, I don't see things. Like, I, I literally, like, it's like my brain's computer. I turn it off Ooh. and on. Like, I, I don't. Cannot. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> know how exactly, like, maybe someone else knows more about REM sleep than I do. But, like, I, I don't think I dream. Like, I, there's some times when I can't shut my brain off and I'll have, like, I have, like, repeat dreams. It's almost like my brain is, like, digging back into, like, a thing when it feels something. I heard that that's, like, a trauma response. And probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but so like, that's the only time I have dreams is when, and they're repeats usually. Yeah. Or like the same exact story, but like different yeah. people maybe, but like the same thing, like this happens and this happens and this happens. What I liked about your, when you were doing this was it's, you were like, it's not about how I'm going to get there. You're not making a list of like steps to get to what you want. You're literally just envisioning the life you want. Yeah. And it's like. You, you have to, of course, check in and be like, how am I going to get there? But, like, during that visualization, it's, like, taking time to realize this is what I want in yeah. life. Like, this is what I want. And yeah. I think a lot of people don't dream big enough for that. I they don't, don't think... allow themselves to. Yeah. Because they think if it's unattainable, then, like, what's the point? It's like window shopping. Yeah. But the beauty of it is, is, like, it's fun and it gives you motivation to, like... Yeah, do I want the work. I want the house with the. I want to paint the door green. I want to be cutting orange yeah. slices up on a Saturday morning for my right. kids' soccer games. Like I want that, but there's also I want to be really successful in my career. I want mm-hmm. to be like there's so many things that I want yeah. to sit down and actively think about them. Yeah. I don't think we take the time to do that. I don't think so either. And we should. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Manifest. Now that you said that, since I haven't uh, done it since phase one ended, which was like April. Like maybe mid May, yeah. Um, or no, early May, because um, I had a date in the first week of May and I had a drink that night, so I was off it by then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, yeah, I haven't done it since then. But I remember feeling so good and liking it. I told myself when I ended, I was like, I'm gonna keep this as yeah. a habit, and I just didn't. 
And, um, and you got to find what works for you. Dream boards work for people. I have a hefty Pinterest. <laughs> I don't ask for all Kimmy's Pinterest. <laughs> my Pinterest. A lot of my boards are secret because y'all don't need to know all that. It's a little scary. <laughs> but um, it's, it's a good place to just put down, like, ex- exciting things, ideas. Like, yeah. find what works for you, but always be working on, like, what do I want? How do I get there? Yeah. I think when I was in, um, I started out, uh, I'm in a coaching group, the Lion's Den right now, when I was... In my first coaching group ever, it was CCV, Clear, Calculated, and Vicious by Rob Bailey. And he had us do um, like a 10-minute brain dump. But then the second part was a 10-minute of um, affirmations. And that was a kind of different way of doing it. So like it's just it helped with your mindset and like inspiration for things. Um, Like when I was doing that, it was more of like a verbal which I'm like a verbal person. That mm-hmm. was, that one worked really well for me because I was saying I am a business owner before I got my LLC. The power of the word, like right. you said before. Yeah. And that's why I like football teams like chant things before yeah. they start, They're, you know, exactly. like, um, but that really works well because I was telling myself like, you know, like I'm a great partner and now I'm in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, but you know like I feel like keeping telling yourself like I'm a good parent like um I work hard like these things yes um so there's like two different ways to do it like one is more like what do you want to look like in the future and one is more like you're almost like saying like those things like what does it look like and tell yourself that you are that now so you almost like believe that it's possible in order to do the steps to get there um words words are power you what you yeah. the energies you put in the world the words you put in the world they mean something so if you're saying negative things towards yourself like they may seem like oh man I look so fat today that you that's how you feel that's oh how God. like you're saying it a yeah. lot so why aren't we saying kind things to yeah. us you never regret being kind right right so it's like <laughs> hey <laughs> punk <laughs> <laughs> yes you look cute today yeah <laughs> I love that I love that Maddie yeah. put that on her Instagram and I say that I'm like you know what. I may not feel cute, but you're cute. I've seen a few of those, like, trending reels and stuff going around where people are, like, looking at themselves in the mirror, and they're like, you're fucking awesome. Yeah. And, like, I have stuff written on my mirror, but I don't, like, verbally speak to myself in the mirror. It seems silly. But, honestly, like you said, the power of it. It doesn't matter, like, if you're doing it privately to yourself. Like, I think both could be effective. Like, I I have the words written, and as long as I read them... That could work. I mean, Otherwise, even saying it, like, speaking. if you're doing that into the mirror at the gym, like, what harm is that doing to somebody sitting in the stall being like, well, she's cute today. Maybe I'm cute today. You know, like, good positivity spreads. Yeah. And I think it should. I agree. So we should probably wrap it up because we've been talking a little bit. But, um. Yeah, 53 minutes. If you guys want to listen to us some more or watch us. Um, we are going to put, if you're watching on YouTube, um, you can put the, uh, the books recommendations in the description, yeah. right? Yeah. So if you are interested, um, she is a very, very good, um, recommender for books. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about what, what topics are we going to talk about? Like, what is this podcast? Like, I mean, I think that we decided that we're just wanting to talk about like self growth, being the best version of yourself, things that we have found that are helpful. Yeah. It's varied. I mean, we'll talk about a lot of things. We have life experiences to share with you guys. We also want to talk about like funny shenanigans, like gym etiquette and dating, and um, and some of the stay on your toes. Some of the topics will be more serious, (laughs) Uh, like you know, we got body image, body image stuff. Uh, (laughs) Just the bodybuilding sport in general has a lot of topics. Um, So a lot of our stuff will be like health related. Um, 
whether it's mental or physical. Yeah. And, um, and we'll probably open it up to see if you guys want to hear anything specific. You can yeah. write the like DMS or <clears throat> email give us, us. Give us stuff you want to hear us discuss. Questions, we'll answer them. Maybe. Maybe. Be nice. This ain't a PC show. Be nice. <laughs> anyway, how can, how can they find us? We have an Instagram. We do. We have an Instagram. We have an email. Start to be great podcast. There's yeah. underscores underneath. Start to be great it. podcast. Um, we have start to be great podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us um, emails with any questions or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, then our then, personal pages. Yeah. Uh, mine's Americana. Like Spell America. A M U R I C A N N A. Okay. Mine's just my name, Kimmy, <laughs> K-I-M-M-I-E underscore Croson, C-R-O-S-O-N. Yeah. Um, I am not creative like you when it comes to names, I guess. Um, if you want my fitness account, it's Kimmy, K-I-M-M-I-E dot fit, F-I-T. Yeah. I, I want it to be Americana. Like, not like the redneck version. Yeah. <laughs> but there's some Russian chick with it. And I'm like, you don't even live here, bro. <laughs> she didn't even go here. Actually, I think that she might go to school here. But no. she's definitely, it says Russian. And I'm like, take the American out of your name. Mm. I don't know if she's a citizen or not. I can't hate too bad. But I'm just mad that she took my name. Yeah. But I'll take the redneck America. version. Americana. <laughs> um, also, it kind of works because I love coffee. And I make coffee. And yeah. I do jujitsu and there's a move uh wrist lock that's like or arm bar, i don't know it's not arm movement where you, it's called an americana oh like so it. everyone's like oh it's a jujitsu name i'm like it's a coffee name and they're like <laughs> both i guess it works got you. so well we're gonna post our podcast win on monday monday at 6 a.m mondays every monday, every monday we're at committed to this we're, we're committed it. whether they're good or not we are posting them because you gotta start to be great <laughs> 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 all right bye